Welcome to the Gonzo Chronicles. I'm your host, Cyrus Alderwood, the official spokesman for Generation X. Stick around. It's going to get weird, as always. Welcome to another episode of the Gonzo Chronicles. Today is December 9th. I can't believe that this year has gone by so fast. I mean, Christmas is around the corner. Hopefully, everyone is finished with their Christmas shopping. Um, now nah, you got some time. I'm the kind of guy, like, I get it done before Thanksgiving. Actually, this year I had most of it finished before Halloween. Uh, yeah, I'm not a very good last-minute shopper. I learned that one year when I was that asshole that was out on Christmas Eve trying to find gifts. Yeah, didn't work out so well. But I learned a lesson, a very important lesson, which I should have learned when I was in Boy Scouts. Always be prepared. Always. Man, there is a lot in the news. <clears throat> I'm just going to rant about a couple of things, and then I'm going to spoil uh, a series for you. Um, Twitter files dropped. So I guess all the conspiracy theorists that said that conservatives are being shadow banned. Yeah, I guess we owe them an apology. <laughs> that turned out to be true. Actually, that's uh, some pretty deep stuff. If you haven't followed what's going on, uh, once Elon Musk took over Twitter, and I'm on Twitter, actually Twitter seems to be functioning better, I think, since he took over. There's not as much vitriol and anger and then... You know, I mean, there's always people that piss and moan about whatever, but um, as far as a platform, it seems to be running smoother. Uh, I'm seeing more ideas, opinions uh, from people that I just really hadn't seen before. Even people I'd followed. Uh, turns out quite a few people were shadow banned. Um, some uh, dissenting voices on very key issues like, you know, uh, the elections, uh, you know, the pandemic, any kind of criticism of government or political parties. You know, it's, you know, freedom of speech is a very valuable thing. And some people say it should be censored or monitored. No. If you don't like what somebody's saying, the answer to a problem with freedom of speech is more speech, folks. It's the public forum. People are going to say things you don't like. But all my listeners know that. You guys know that. It's nothing new. Um, I have a really cool group of listeners, so... Yeah, I appreciate you guys. You know, another thing that's been chapping my ass, um, Madonna. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta weigh into this. Hey, you know what? First, let me jump back. Something really interesting. I know we're we're right past December seventh, which was an infamous day in history. Uh, and uh, you know the, the bombing of Pearl Harbor. But 
On this day in history, December 9th, 1992, I was in uh, high school. I was a, I graduated. Um, no, actually, I graduated high school. It was my first semester of college. And George W. Bush was on his way out. Bill Clinton was on his way in um, because he had won the election the month before. So George W. Bush, George, yeah, George H.W., sorry, not George W., younger, but his father, he was on his way out. And he had a last effort, um, his last act on his way out was he spent, he sent 1,800 uh, Marines to Somalia, to Mogadishu. And that was on December 9th of 1992. The uh, Marines arrived. And what they were there for um, was, you know, Somalia was a mess. It was run by warlords. Uh, people were starving. And there was a lot of humanitarian effort to bring food and supplies and medical supplies and things like that in uh, for uh, the Somalis. Well, the warlords were raiding all of it and not giving any of it out to the people. So we have to do something, right? Maybe. Um, so anyway, we send Marines over there to... Um, Restore order. And this was after, I guess, centuries of colonial rule uh, in Somalia that, and, and ruled by countries like Portugal, Britain, Italy. So um, Somalia didn't gain its independence, I learned, until 1960. And then less than 10 years later, a, a military group that was led by this guy named Saeed uh, Bear uh, seized power and declared Somalia a socialist state. So in the mid seventies, this drought hit, and you know, with uh, there was an unsuccessful rebellion by uh, some of the ethnic Somalis um, coming out of Ethiopia. Um, so anyway, in in eighty one, uh, this was the I think the first year of Reagan um, or his second year. There's close to two million in the uh, people in the country that were homeless. So. Uh, a peace accord was signed with Ethiopia in 1988, and but fighting just increased between all these different clans. Anyway, the Civil War killed about 50,000 people and in Somalia, and another 300,000 died of starvation. And this led up to, well, December 1992, uh, Bush sent in uh, Marines called Operation Restore Hope. Anyway, long story short, that mission didn't go as well. We, we ended up, it, it was terrible. We, we had, uh, I think it was 18 or 14 Marines that were uh, shot down, um, or actually uh, soldiers that died, and they were shot down in a, in a Black Hawk helicopter, killed 18 American soldiers. That's what it says here. And people watched. This was horrific. I remember seeing these warlords, these supporters, these just angry, militant people dragging the body of one of our dead soldiers down the streets, just cheering and all this. Well, anyway, at that point, Clinton uh, was president then. He gave orders to withdraw. And uh, that was in March of 94, a couple years into his, uh, into his term. And then other nations followed suit. You know, we had some other nations there help, helping us, yeah, supposedly. But uh, 
by the time all this, you know, everybody left, and then the UN peacekeepers, they left the following year. That cost us more than $2 billion. And Mogadishu still didn't have a functioning government. And they signed a ceasefire, was signed, this was in 2002, under George H.W. Bush's son, George W. Bush. They signed a peace accord with Kenya in 2002, but that didn't stop the violence. Um, the you know they got a new parliament a couple of years later, but all that money wasted uh, trying to help people, and you know nothing, nothing really came of it. It's just it's terrible. Um, I guess our government makes some dumbass decisions, and I understand that you know wanting to help people. I mean that's Terrible to hear people starving and dying like that. And, uh, you have warlords, these evil pricks that just, you know, there's just evil people on this planet, you know? But there was no military operation, I don't know, of to take them out. It was just a humanitarian mission that had gone awry and um, just, just crazy. But um, anyway, hey, let's get, let's get, so we've hit the Twitter files. We've hit this day in history and uh, Madonna's freakish face. Have you guys seen the plastic surgery that this woman has done to herself. There's a, a photo going around online of her face pulled up, no eyebrows, swollen. And man, what happened to Madonna? And and I know it's easy to just dump on people that go and get failed plastic surgeries and things like this, but you know, and if somebody wants some plastic surgery to each their own, I've got no problem with that. But the one thing I think I have a problem with is uh, people who are like clinging on to youth at all costs. So what is it that people want to hang on to their youth at all costs? I mean, at some point, the vanity of it gets disgusting. I can understand people want to get older, want to look younger, want to feel younger. I, I totally get that. But Madonna, has she looks incredibly unnatural. And there have been so many articles written about her on this. Like, um, here's one of them. Dr. Ali believes that Madonna's cheekbones are completely different from when she was younger and appear much more prominent, which he thinks are the result of filler. Uh, this is off of page6.com. <laughs> Where else, right? Uh, Kasser adds that Madonna's cheeks appear too high, claiming it is evident that she had work, she had done work to them because of their plump appearance. Physician associate Pamela Weinberger of Plump Cosmetics and Injectables in Miami agrees Madonna has gotten injections to her cheeks and notes that her uh, that excess use of filler over time may be what is giving this star an unnatural look. I mean, some people love her and you know, love her music and whatever. I mean, she was great in the 80s and 90s. But at some point, you know, I, I just don't understand the celebrity just crazy desire. She's 64 and wants to look 24, and it's not going to happen. And the plastic surgery she's done, I mean, her chin doesn't even look normal. Her nose is sharp and pointy. That's not normal. If you go back and look at pictures of her from, like, the Who's Who's That Girl album or, or Like a Virgin uh, uh, album and, and videos, she is not the same. I mean, her lips are so much... She went Kardashian on the lips. She's had her face lifted, obviously, and pulled back so much. 
that her eyes are shaped differently. Um, and I hate to say it, but her forehead just looks big. She's probably, I guess, putting her hair down to cover scars. But um, it's it's just way over the top. Uh, just way over the top. This is not attractive. It's, I mean, I know this sounds mean to say, but I was telling a friend of mine. My God, she looks like a, I don't know, like an alien-human hybrid that looks demon-possessed. Like, her eye color is not even the same as it used to be. It just looks, they look kind of glossed over. They were, they were darker. It looks kind of milky, like not like cataracts or anything. I know she's 64, but her natural eye color used to be darker. I don't know what in the hell this woman has done to herself. But whatever it is, it's, you know, it's not improving her beauty. It just shows somehow, sometimes, the ugliness inside of people shines through by what they do to themselves. And the vanity is just extreme and over the top. Hey, I wish her well, you know, but uh, holy cow. What in the hell did she, what in the hell did she do to herself? That's just, uh, Yeah. Anyway, if you haven't seen it, go look up some pictures. You'll find it. Like I said, she looks like an alien-human hybrid that's demon-possessed. And one little uh, photo and video, and it's not cool, man. Not cool at all. Hey, so on the next Gonzo, I'm going to keep it short today. But on the next Gonzo, uh, and I may record this later tonight, who knows. I'm going to spoil a couple of series for you. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, those of you that know me. The thing with Star Wars, though... Sometimes they went off the rails with some of these shows that they've they've done, and Disney's taken over. Disney's done a good job on some, um, but there's the the latest installment called Andor. Now this is based on the character Cassian Andor from the movie Rogue One. Love Rogue One. Cassian was a great character. This actually tells Cassian's story, how he got involved in the rebellion, and sometimes rebellions are ugly underneath. Sometimes you can't tell the good guys from the bad guys. That was the point of the show. So I hope you'll tune in and listen to my review of that. And I'm going to talk about another show that I just finished watching on Netflix called The Midnight Club. If you haven't seen it, uh, there's going to be some spoiler alerts, but go watch it. It was very, very good. Um, the ending could have been surprised at the ending, which I, that's good. You shouldn't be able to guess an ending. But um, I want you to check that out. We'll talk about it on a future podcast. Make sure you check me out on Substack. It's cyrusalderwood.substack.com. I've written up my review of Andor in two parts on there. Uh, also, if you guys are following me on Facebook, I got locked out. seems like somebody keeps trying to hack into my account. And I'm literally changing my password every three minutes to the point that it's annoying. You know, I set Facebook up using my pen name to um, hopefully sell some books, you know, promote some of the stuff I was doing. Well, book sales have just dried up. Honestly, I want to be honest. I haven't sold a book online on Amazon in two months. It's been a long time. So for somebody who's always posting up links and things like that, just social media is just just not getting the hits or views I hope that they would get. Now, I'm still on Twitter, and I'm on Substack, and I'm on Getter. So if you want to find me, find me over there on those platforms. Find me also on YouTube. Um, but if I, once I get this thing figured out with Amazon or, uh, with, with Facebook, I'm likely to go ahead and delete even the pages I run for my personal business and, uh, the nonprofit that I run. So 
Um, I don't know, man. It just uh, took a lot of time to promote a lot of stuff that didn't get any traction. So, lesson learned. We'll find another way to promote. Hey, in the meantime, go check me out on Amazon if you're listening. Um, Cyrus Alderwood over there. I've got uh, about 10 or 12 books out. So, I'm working on another really cool one. In the, I'm in the process. I'm about a fourth of the way done. Um, and this is a historical fiction. So, yeah, I think you guys will really enjoy that when I'm finished. In the meantime, cheers, everyone. It's Friday. Go enjoy yourself. Have a great time. And don't forget to tune in to the next one. We're going to spoil Andor for you and the Midnight Club. I'll see you on down the road, folks. Cheers. <laughs>